Hey, you're listening to WKNC Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. 88.1 WKNC Raleigh FM. This is DJ Sparrow with you. And in studio, we have Highwire Brewing, a representative from that company. And that is one of our local breweries that is going to collaborate with us during LBLB tonight, which is going to be at the Poor House Music Hall with Ancient Cities, Wahias, and Layers. And later on today, we're going to have Layers in studio with us. But for now, we have High- a representative from Highwire Brewing. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Tom Plord. I do sales for uh, Eastern North Carolina. Um, it's pretty much Winston-Salem all the way to the coast for Highwire Brewing out of Asheville, North Carolina. So did you get into Raleigh today to make it out to LBLB? So I actually uh, live in Durham, which is very beneficial for me um, with my territory. I'm pretty centrally located to get out to Winston-Salem and then out to the beach. um, Two and a half, three hours kind of each way. Um, But uh, I'm in Raleigh at least uh, two, two, three times a week. I love it down here. Yeah, there's definitely a big music scene. Um, so with Highwire Brewing, y'all are based in Asheville. Yes, yeah, yeah, brewery, uh, brewery city in North Carolina for sure. So yeah, so they call it the brewery district that your um, the main store is located in. Yeah, so we've actually got we've got two breweries. Um, our original brewery is on the south slope of Asheville, um, which is literally kind of what it sounds like. It's it's going downhill. Um, and it is the brewery district. There's a lot of breweries down there. Um, you've got Green Man, Wicked Weed, Burial, Us, Twin Leaf. Um, you you could pretty much throw a rock and hit a brewery, and it's uh it's a great place um to be because it's it's so collaborative in its nature. Um, you know, everyone's kind of supporting everyone's brands. You know, you see brewers at different bars hanging out after their shifts, drinking different beers, talking about different things. Um, so where, you know, on, on a lot of other industries, if you had that many of the same kind of company around, it'd be a little hostile. Um, it's kind of completely dip, different atmosphere, um, down in the brewery district. Do you know any history behind it? How did it, how did that area come to host so many breweries? Yeah. You know, that's, that's a great question. Um, you know, I know Highland Brews was, was one of the main breweries out of Asheville that started out. Um, and then Green Man kind of set up roots there. And then it just seems like it, it really kind of was like a snowball effect. Um, I guess in the past 10 years, um, craft craft beer has really taken off. Um, but why that area, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I know Asheville in general um, and the surrounding areas, the water quality is amazing, mm. um, which which makes for great beer. Um, it's it's such kind of a an overlooked ingredient when you think about like hops and malt and everything. But mm-hmm. Um, water is definitely one of the biggest things that I think that region has going for it out there. Yeah, I never really considered that. I guess it does take a lot of water to run a brewery. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, you can have, you know, um, pH issues, you can have hard water, soft mm-hmm. water, um, you know, breweries out at the coast, like I'll go out in there and visit them, like have some beers. Um, I talk with those guys and, you know, their their salt levels are just so high. Mm-hmm. So they really have to like tone that back. So we're, we're just really in a lucky spot that... Um, We've got such great water out there. Mm-hmm. So what about Highwire Brewing makes it unique? That's a great question because, you know, there's obviously you go to the store and there's there's craft beer all over the North Carolina. 
scene. There's craft beer all over the country. Um, you know, what, what we're really trying to focus on um, is two things, really, is, is approachability. Um, you know, we, we want anyone to, whether you're a craft beer drinker or not, be able to grab one of our beers on draft or six-pack um, and really be able to get into it. You know, we've got a year-round lager that's kind of for, for everyone. Um, we do a brown ale, pale ale, and IPA, which are all really well-balanced. Um, but then swinging back to that lager, um, that's that's what's kind of really setting us apart right now. We're really into that style. Um, and it's just not something a lot of other craft brewers are doing because it takes so much time. So um, just for instance, you know, an ale, um, so a brown ale, IPA, any kind of ale, you know, you can make those in about three to four weeks. Um, when you're lagering, you're cold fermenting. So it's a really low temperature and it takes... Uh, Typically, about eight weeks can go up to 10 weeks to do a lager. Is this all in barrels? Um, They're in big fermenters. So um, we have big 90 barrel um, tanks. So I want to say barrel too. I know it's hard. Like when you think of like a big keg, Mm -hmm. that's a half a barrel. So you've got two of them stacked on top of each other. That equals one barrel. So we've got 90 barrel fermenters. What are they Um, made out of? Is it just like stainless steel? Stainless steel. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, the lagering thing for sure is um, something that just takes a little bit more time, um, you know, and it, it just gives you a lot cleaner finish on there mm-hmm. um, on the backside. And that's what that, that longer process gets you. That sounds really involved. It is. Yeah, definitely. And it's, you know, and I think some people just think beer is beer. Um, mm-hmm. And there's, you know, this was great about craft beer. Um, is that there's so much to it. It's almost like a science. I mean, yeah. you talk about lagering um, and what it takes to go into that. And then we're actually starting a barrel-aged sour program at our old brewery. And that's just to a whole nother level <laughs> beyond beyond my knowledge with all the um, the yeasts and bacterias that you're using. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing that, you know, it's not just a recipe. You really have to know what you're doing um, to get into it. And you also have to have some sort of passion, I would assume. I have to be really into it. And Yeah, no, I mean, for sure. I mean, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of the old cliche, like you can taste the love in something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're, you know, we're really big on quality. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, if, if we finish a batch and it's not up to our par, um, it's, it's not going to go out there. Um, we really invested a lot in a big lab, which you think brewery, like lab. Um, no, we've got, there's beakers and, and burners and, and we've got a full-time um, scientist up there wow. um, checking qualities, make sure that everything's up to par. Yeah, I think that's what's so great about all of this kind of artisan revival that's happening in the local areas where there's really so much love being poured back into these just like everyday consumer products. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we... Um, we really, I mean, we love North Carolina, and as much as possible, we, we try to support, you know, North Carolina brands, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have a seasonal beer out right now that's a Hefeweizen that we use malt from uh, Riverbend Malt House, which is in Asheville. Okay. Um, our artist uh, lives in Wilmington, does all of our artwork for all of our six-packs, wow. um, all of our labels. Yeah, um, I wanted to get into that. You guys do have an interesting theme going on. Um, for people that are just tuning in, we have Highwire Brewing in studio with us today. They are the uh, featured brewing company for the local band Local Beer tonight at the Poorhouse Music Hall featuring Ancient Cities, Wahias, and Layers. And later on, we're going to have Layers in studio with us. So it seems that Highwire Brewing has a circus theme going on. It is, yes, definitely. 
Um, you know, when you when you're starting a brewery, um, picking out your your kind of name mm-hmm. and and what your brand is going to yeah, be can be a so little important. a little bit daunting. Um, have you ever been to Asheville? I have. You have. So mm-hmm. you've seen the the drum circle in the square. Yep, yep. Um, you've seen the street performers. Mm-hmm. Um, Asheville is is Very kind communal. of its own circus in in its own way, <laughs> in a good yeah. way. Um, so I think that really kind of plays into what we wanted to convey with, you know, where our, our hometown is um, with everything and um, in a good way. I mean, it's, it's great to see all the different characters and people coming together um, for, for, you know, fun. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what we're all about um, is just kind of bringing, bringing Asheville to the bottle in that sense. Yeah. It se- yeah. It seems like the artwork is really beautiful and very well done. I feel like that adds so much character to the brand and makes it something that's way more approachable and kind of fun for a consumer. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you, you know, you, you go to your local bottle shop or, uh, you know, your, your grocery store and, and you could be standing there just pretty overwhelmed, um, mm-hmm. sometimes and definitely having something unique on the package, um, just helps you kind of stand out a little bit more. Um, and I like, I like that our, our artwork, um, Charlotte Odin is the artist name, um, it's, I mean, I, I love the artwork. I love that it's, and I don't know how to, I'm not an artist. So, um, that it, it's, it doesn't look like it was computer generated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can see like where she touch. was, she was, you know, st- you know, using pencils and everything kind of like rough edges. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just kind of, again, like plays into kind of what Asheville is. We're not, yeah. you know, it's not big corporate anything. Um, we're just, we're just trying to do, uh, some, some fun beer and, and, have fun with it. Mm-hmm. How long have y'all been around? Uh, we're we're coming up on three years. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a, a pretty quick three years. Um, started off in the in the small brewery, and um, last year we opened up the Big Top. Is the name of the new brewery. It's our big production facility. Is that in Nashville as well? It is. Yeah. It's about two and a half miles away from mm-hmm. the South Slope area. Um, right outside of Biltmore Village, so okay, um, really cool spot. Um, I I like it because it's a little tucked away from from a lot of the beer tourists and everything. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little getaway down there. Um, but both tap rooms are great. They kind of have their own little vibes. Um, people say they love our downtown one, the South Slope one. Um, it's kind of an old converted garage, and you know it's it's super laid back. Um, got you know little uh, old school Super Nintendo going. <laughs> um, one of the owners is a huge soccer fan, so there's always some kind of soccer on there. So it's just a really cool vibe um, out there. Yeah, it seems like it. So what's the future goal? So you guys have gone this far in three years. Is the plan to spread out and become a bigger company? Yeah, so I mean, that, I think that's the the kind of thing with every brewery kind of has to look at. Um, right now, we're, we're really focused on um, really getting deep into markets. Um, you know, just, just coming out with some unique, different styles um we're getting ready to can um mm-hmm. which is really excited i'm a huge canned beer fan so our lager and uh a goza which is kind of a old german style salted a little bit tart oh. uh, will be available in cans um but in terms of the future you know um if opportunity affords us and we can we can go um other places we will i mean right now we're north carolina um south carolina and um parts of Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, which is great, you know, kind of all in our backyard yeah. um, areas. So um, I think really, you know, we're just really focused on kind of doing what we've been doing and, you know, hopefully the the market demands us and yeah. we can we can get somewhere else. So right now it's just glass bottles that it's sold in. 
Yep, glass bottles and uh, and, and kegs, obviously, for bars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the cans should be coming out um, about the first week of June. Um, and they'll, uh, they'll be year-round off of there. So why do you like the cans better? So a couple <laughs> different reasons. Um, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a good question. You yeah. know, um, number one, uh, cans can't get light struck, which so uh, in bottles, um, if you have them out in, in the light anywhere, mm-hmm. um, that can really can ruin the taste of the beer. Yeah. So you get none of that. Um, and then me personally, you know, uh, I like disc golfing, I like regular golfing, <laughs> going to the beach. So it's just so much easier oh, to, to have a can. Yeah. Um, with you and you don't have to worry about any glass breaking or anything yeah. like that. And it's just, you know, I mean, cans are just, they've been around forever. I mean, who hasn't, you know, drinking a beer out of a can? Yeah. It's just, I so love classic. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so this is 88.1 WK and CFM Raleigh. You're listening to a representative from Highwire Brewing, which is going to be the featured local brewing company at local band, local beer tonight at the Poorhouse Music Hall featuring Ancient Cities, Wahias, and Layers. Later on in studio, we're going to have Layers with us, and we're going to be interviewing them. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen tonight. So what's the setup going to be like? Yeah, so uh, I'm excited for it. We <clears throat> we were the sponsor last week as well. Um, fortunately, I was out of town traveling, so um, I'll be hanging out there this evening. So uh, right when you come in, I'm going to be hanging out there, um, giving away some free samples of different things that we have on tap, nice. um, which is always great. People usually tend to like free beer. Absolutely. Um, so, um, yeah, I'll be doing that for a while. And then, you know, kind of once everything gets going, um, um, I'm just there to, to hang out and listen to some great music. You know, um, I think that the beer, the craft beer scene and the local music and artist scene um, are just so compatible together, mm-hmm. you know. Just makes we, sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're each trying to do our own thing, stand out, kind of have our own brand. Yeah. Um, it's just a great way to, to bring kind of everyone together. Yeah. Um, have it's so fun. symbiotic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what are you going to be having? Uh, so tonight we'll have our, um, our year-round lager. Um, which is a really light, um, crisp, clean lager. I always like to describe it to people as, um, you know, beer-flavored beer um, for <laughs> everyone. It, it really is. It's one of those beers that, you know, um, I don't care if you drink Budweiser or PBR every day mm-hmm. or if you're a huge craft beer fan. Um, it just kind of can bring everyone together. It's just yeah. a really nice, solid beer. Definitely. And then um, we'll also have our lager seasonal, which is called the Aerialist, um, which is really pretty artwork on there as well. And that is a uh, India Pale Lager. Okay. So I'm sure you've heard, heard of India Pale Ales. Mm-hmm. So um, pretty much same basic concept except um, the lagering process that I was talking about before. Okay. So, um, nice bright hop notes on there, a little bit of melon, citrus, um, and then that lagering just gives you this really clean finish, not a, not a ton of bitterness on the backside. So um, I think it's two styles that, you know, um, anyone could get into for yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing that I've noticed is that the brand just seems so approachable and it seems like just the fun choice. And obviously so much effort has been put into it and just like all the attention to details I'm very impressed. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's something we definitely take a lot of pride in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, it, it's it's about approachability from us. You know, we were, I think, to this day, and I, I could be wrong, 
um, the only North Carolina brewery to put beer in six packs from day one. Wow. Um, a lot of breweries do like growlers and then 22 mm-hmm. ounce bottles and kind of progress there. Yeah, work their way up. Yeah. You know, um, Adam and Chris, the owners, they their vision was, you know, we want people to try this beer if they like it, be able to, to grab a six pack and, and take it home. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really kind of a big gamble um, and, it, and it's paid off. I mean, people, I think, you know, respect that. Um, we do, you know, fun, crazy stuff. Um, in 22 ounce bottles. I mean, we've got a big double <laughs> IPA out right now. Um, you know, we're, we're doing the sour and wild ale program that'll be in some larger format bottles. But pretty much anything we put into a six pack um, is is for everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, and every brewery does their own thing, and, and they're all great. Um, you know, that's just kind of the way we we wanted to go with it. Um, and and I like it, you know, because nothing is going to be so offensive that you're never going to want to drink it again if you're not a craft beer fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are a craft beer fan, they're, it's, it's just really well-balanced, nice, uh, flavorful beers. Yeah, and it seems like that there, there are a lot of different options. You've named a few different kinds that you that you guys carry. So is, is there just like a standard that's always sold and then your seasonals, is it how often does that, so how does that structured? Yeah, so uh, we do four year-round beers, core beers. So the lager, um, primetime pale ale, uh, better nails, brown ale, and then high pitch IPA. So th- those are available year-round. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do something a little bit different again. Um, usually a brewery will only have one seasonal, um, kind of six-pack. Um, we, we do an ale seasonal and we do a lager seasonal. So there's always two to pick from from us. So right now... Uh, for the summertime, we've got our, for the ale seasonal, is called Uprising Hefeweizen. It's a really nice, um, bright um, beer for the summer. Mm-hmm. And then the Aerialist, that, that um, hobby lager that I was talking about was the lager seasonal. So we'll roll through those till about um, August-ish, maybe. And then, um, I know it seems crazy, but by the time kind of August comes around, you got to start thinking um, fall yeah. and winter beers. Yeah. So we'll we'll roll into that to a uh, red IPA um, for the ale, and then our Oktoberfest, um, you know, obligatory Oktoberfest <laughs> you got to do there. Can't um, avoid it. Yeah, no, I I love our Oktoberfest. We actually won a silver medal in the North Carolina Brewers Cup for it last what? year. Um, which so what really, is that? I haven't heard of that before. The What's North the, Carolina Brewers Cup. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it's only North Carolina breweries are mm-hmm. eligible to enter. Um, it's a very diverse panel of, uh, judges, so you can send some different things in. Um, we actually won gold for the Lion Tamer, which is a red rye IPA, the fall one, uh, which we're really excited about. And then, um, our first year doing the Oktoberfest, actually, we got silver on there. So, um, so it was really exciting. Yeah. You know, and, and we're always, you know, every seasonal kind of release, you know, you, you're always kind of looking back at last year and, and thinking what could be better mm-hmm. so you know you you don't make major changes but you can tweak a little bit here a little bit yeah. there um so um we're, we're, we're shooting for the gold this year on that one mm-hmm. definitely so where can someone find your beers high wire brewing beer yeah so um we're we're in a lot of spots you know um obviously the the local uh, bottle shops um mm-hmm. around here you know tasty beverage in raleigh uh, has been great to us um, they carry a bunch of our stuff. Nice. Patio beers, another spot down here. Okay. Um, but definitely all the bottle shops, um, Food Lions, um, a lot of the Lowe's, some Harris Teeters. We're not in all of them yet. Um, we're working on that. And then, um, you know, various places around Raleigh too. I mean, 
I was just over at the Raleigh Beer Garden. They have our brown ale on and um, oh. one other one from us. Um, so we're, we're definitely uh, around town. It's, uh, you know, a lot of places like to, especially the seasonal beers, like mm-hmm. they'll bring on a keg, kind of roll through it, and then um, share the love to another brewery. So seasonal ones, you got to, it's, it's hit or miss with stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're definitely, uh, you, you can find our six packs around. Great. And also very important to remember tonight, you can taste their beers at local band, local beer at the Poorhouse Music Hall. It starts at 8.30 p.m. It's going to be great music, great beer, ancient cities with Wahias and Layers. And pretty soon we're going to have Layers in studio. So we're going to ask them some questions, talk about the show tonight. It's going to be lots of fun. And yeah, is there anything that you wanted to talk about? No, I mean, you know, I, I think we, we kind of hit it all. Yeah, I'm excited uh, excited for tonight. Um, mm-hmm. You can make it out. Um, obviously, love love supporting local. Um, so local bands, local beers, what a, what a great uh, marriage right there. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's going to be a blast. Definitely. Thanks for being in studio with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having us. Of course. <laughs> we'll see you tonight. And again, local band, local beer, the Poorhouse Music Hall with Ancient Cities, Bahia Slayers. I'm about to put on some...